Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Nope, no time for that intro lads, we're back off to sea. and Junkies presents Tales of Autophia Episode 34 Preparations Last time on Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autophia The crew, after being split up, finally reunite once again and spend the morning having breakfast, and talking about what happened on their time away from each other. After breakfast, the governor finally gathered them to explain the job that he had prepared for Eli and the rest of them. The job that he had prepared for him. The job was to gather evidence that the king, a.k.a. the governor's father, might be working for the cult, or at least funding them. To do this, they must infiltrate a masquerade party that he is holding in a day's time. But how will they do? Will they be successful? Or will this be their downfall? Let's find out. I like a free breath go. Alright, we're gonna like stop at the room and get like all the empty bottles that we have, and then we gotta head back to the ship. Should, should Vernon Picasso borrow sheets from bed to carry all bottles in? Furibra, once again, like, smartest amongst us, Furibra, like, best plan ever. This is gonna be so awesome. The need for chaos will follow Rand and Picasso first. What do you guys want to do then? Uh, I clearly want to collect all of our, all the empty bottles that I said. Um, and then, uh, what I would like to buy from town is, uh, I think we need, what, we need a keg of liquor. And then we also, if possible, need fireworks. Yeah, no, that's almost fireworks. For, for the, um benefit of speediness unless you do want to roleplay it out uh, that getting the keg in the fireworks keg would be about two gold pieces the fireworks how big are you going um, we don't actually need a ton of fireworks we just need some kind of uh, ones that make more so that just make the sparks just need some ones that make sparks. Okay, another two gold for a, like a small crate of ten or so. So that would set you back four gold in total for all of that. Um, like charge it to the uh, Freedom Phoenix. Like uh, the Captain Bra Bastard Bra said that uh, it's on them this one for our plan. Uh, okay. 
But Ren is also buying this one. Ren dumps one big fuck off firework onto the counter. Oh, the big boy boomer! That is, that is really good firework! That word would set you about five gold, but I can put that on the tab. Wish you. Thank you. And Ran turns to Picasso. You're never knowing when you are needing big firework. Because of those who get a gun license in a recent episode. What? It doesn't. This plan definitely doesn't involve all the gunpowder that we bought back then. That's why I was. That's why I had such a grin on my face earlier when you were saying you had a plan. Because like it's gun- got to be related to that. The gunpowder that lives in the corner of a sheet on top of it that says "not gunpowder." <laughs> no one will ever Don't see touch. that. <laughs> Random Picasso stuff. So right, your next... Bro. Do you remember the plan of the Godzilla attack on that boring-ass town? Yes. All right, bro. I think we finally found the moment that we could definitely do this. And Angry Bro and Bastard Bro already signed off on it, so they, like, can't be angry at us for anything that, like, happens. So they are not changing their mind when they see what has happened. Like, I think I always uh, learn this with, like, Mikey and, like, Elder Tortle. It's, like, always easier to ask for, like, forgiveness than, like, permission. So, like, I think we should just, like, go for it and, like, you know, screw the consequences. Plus, we, like, totally have to, like, destroy something to make a big distraction. Like, we promised them something for you, bro. Mikasa is making good points. Picasso is making much sense. Ram quakes the big firework under one arm. I'm imagining it's one of those comically huge ones from like the old Tom and Jerry cartoons. Like you could almost ride on it that big. Alright, but uh, yeah, we need to collect uh, things and head back to the ship. So you get your big boom boom fireworks and small boom boom fireworks in your keg of beer. So, it takes about half an hour to get back to the ship at this point, where the ship is mostly empty, apart from the odd pirate here and there. Just sort of, just keeping an eye on it, but the majority of the crew is off. They don't appear to be on the ship. I I would like to load up all of our stash of gunpowder that we bought. Yeah, Big Crate is still sat in the boat swing boys' room big crate of it about the size of a um uh, about like the size of your average toolbox british toolboxes i mean i don't know if american toolboxes are like handheld or not big ass toolbox of gunpowder great got it i will collect our gunpowder I'm like, Tori Brett, did you like listen to like where the party was being held? Like, I was honestly like in and out of that time, like the whole time. It is a good question. Ryan was staring at carpet, like, hmm, is that an interesting? Trying to follow all the lines in it. There, I'm sure we can find a person ask. Right, right, all right, like, we, because we, like, totally need to, like, get there and, like, scout the place out so we can know, like, where we can, like, do this. All right, for you, bro? Yes. It's, it's a new development, right? I remember hearing that. Yeah, you did hear that correctly. 
is being developed for his return, as he has been up in the north quite recently. King has been busy doing stuff in the north. So all of this is all of this money spending is literally just to celebrate his return. Can we go scope out the place? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Make me investigation checks. Are you taking? Are you taking all of this with you? Because obviously. Oh no, no! I we don't really uh, put gun yet. Yeah, I would have oh, okay. put the gunpowder in our room, as well as the firework and the keg of liquor. Yeah, I just had to check, because obviously, while we don't really count inventory weight, physics still apply, the, a big keg just doesn't fit in your pocket. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I got a flat 12. Not bad, though, because that's a crit 20. Plus 3. I think that's yeah. 20. Yeah, that's a 20. It's very dark in here. Picasso and Ran, it doesn't take you long to find it. You you scoop you scope out a fancier looking area and after following the path up the hillside, you do eventually find a um a new freshly made manor with a big metal gate and high walls going across the entire thing. With two guards standing outside the front, heavily armed. Seems like hundred fur away at this point. Is there a, a building across the street from it? Uh, no. You sort of... Spat, last time you saw a building was about two, three minutes back down the road, where you saw just like the end of the mansions, and then the road just follows goes off by itself into the hills. It's a fairly secluded uh, mansion, this area is. Um, and from this, can we see like onto the property at all? Or like, is the, like, the wall solid? Or is it just like, you know, like yeah, it's, it's a solid wall. It, what this place is meant to do is it's meant to just show, it's meant to stand out, but it's also meant to be well protected and well hidden it's you can from the distance you're standing back the guards haven't seemed to have really acknowledged you but you can just see through the gate where you can where it flattens up so you can't quite see the ground level but you can see a fountain in a the top of a tall door connected to the front of the property uh, from where you are about this a wall that goes around it uh, see, so there's two guards up front of like where this gate is. Does this like wall go all the way around the property? Obviously, from yes, from what you can see, the wall sits about twelve foot tall. Uh, can I make an investigation check on the wall? Uh, what are you trying to find out? Uh, just what it's made of. Uh, from this distance. Yeah, go on then. Just well, I'll even dice. I'll even walk back farther away from these guards so they don't like I don't need them to see me at all. Like I'll walk back and go around the side of this wall where they're not looking. Yeah, if you if you if you're sneaking around to get a closer look, just make me a stealth check first, and I'll roll the perception. Uh, that is a nineteen plus two, so it's twenty-one. 
But with an 11 and a 7, they don't see you. Awesome. Uh, well, that is my crit 20 for an investigation check. Looking at these walls, they look like they're made of granite. Fantastic. Um, with that, I'd like to look around, make sure no one's watching. And then I would like to ball up my fist and I would like to punch a hole in this wall. <laughs> All right. And uh, because I have the path of the juggernaut and we recently leveled up, I now have demolishing might, which means anytime I make an attack on a object or anything like that, a wall, my hands act as the siege property, which means I automatically do critical damage to this wall. And so I would like to just punch a hole through this wall. Roll it in and we'll see what kind of damage you can get. It's a low AC because it's a wall. Uh, that is a 19. Yeah, that definitely hits. So roll me some critical damage. All right. Uh, you're it. Since we're doing martial arts on character level, you're it, and you're away at the um, living weapon. You're it, yours is D10 now. Yep. Uh, so that is a. I'm not in a rage right now. So that's uh, 24 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. The with one heavy crack, the wall just cracks at the side and this area of the wall falls out revealing what looks like a hedge on the other side uh, I'd like to clear out enough space so that like we have like now like a hole that like furry bro and I could crawl through yeah uh, takes a few minutes but you do manage to dig out a big enough space for you to fit through Ram would fit through the first time but you just need to clear a little bit more for your shell uh, awesome. Uh, can I make a quick, uh, can I, like, peek my head through this shrub, see where we're at? As you poke your head through the wall, it doesn't quite exit the shrub, so if you wanted to see through the shrub, you'd have to go through the whole end of the property. Uh, that's fine. I won't do that at this time. Uh, I'll turn. All right, furry brow. Now we have our entrance, and... So we can sneak in here tonight and make some preparation. Uh, what time of day is it at this point? It's about mid-afternoon. Oh, like, for you, bro, we're gonna have to wait till night time. We can't be doing this during the daytime. Those crazy people will definitely notice us. And we'll steal a handful of grass for the hole, is it? What to eat? <laughs> Such a dog. Try I love it. No, Ran is meant to be a null, but the idea of Ran basically being a, like a dog with human speech amuses me. I don't know about you, furry bro, but I can go for some more burgers. Like, you want to go get some burgers while we're waiting to build our stuff? It sounds good. More grass <laughs> for the journey. Ran just basically rips up a whole chunk of grass to take where we are and eat on the journey. Uh, the camera pans out from where you guys are in goes across the large city and zooms back down on Reed and Eli casually just walking along minding their own business what are you guys up to? 
Well, Reed's actually probably jogging to try and keep up with Eli. Yeah, Eli's no, movement is funny. just throwing you off so much. It'll always be funny to me. It just made me an athletics check, Reed, because 50 foot movement difference. Um, athletics 24. There's 50 foot. Yeah, it's it's tiring, but you keep up. Yeah, with Eli's casual walking. I'm not even running. And Reed's like, why are you running? <laughs> why are you running? Why are you running? I'm walking. Oh. I have to keep up with you somehow. So, yeah, takes a few minutes, but you do get to a small, small suit and dress shop on the um, side of the hillside called... Um, how do I... I'm going to circle the name because I keep losing it in the notes I have written down. To the Luminous Tailors. It's just like fancy blue and gold blue and gold shop really well laid out big glass window with some dresses and suits displayed on the front I'm sure this is all paid for not entirely sure we could shop here on a regular basis eh both suit the purpose hmm that's true so are we coordinating or are we doing different styles or what just get get I mean they'll assist you anyway but just make sure you have a tire fitting for the upper echelon of society not a problem I'm not planning on introducing you as my paramour or anything so we don't have to match no that's fine because I have a paramour she's recovering from a death coma so yeah, Reed will open the door and head in. Right, yeah, there's just like a... It's just like that happy little bell chime as you walk in through the door in. You feel like what you do in that hotel, in the hotel you're staying at, where there's just like a magical air conditioning in here. And the humid heat just completely goes away. Service? Hello? As you say that a um, fur dog walks around the corner wearing a fine suit. Alma, good afternoon. How can I help the two of you? Um, we need some clothes. Governor's oh, yes. to prepare for the ball tomorrow. Oh, perfect. I do love I do love couples coming in here and picking out suits. We're not a couple. And dresses. What? Oh, my, my bad. I apologise. We're very yep. much on the couple. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I'm sure someone understands that. But <laughs> look around, we have a good selection of stuff. <laughs> Just like when I explain asexual to people, they're like, oh, I'm sure someone understands <laughs> Oh, I love this guy Alex, already. You a dick, Alex, already. I love it. I love this guy already. I think Caitlin's broken. Yes. No, I'm just being reminded of how I don't exist to half the world. It's fine. The dresses are off to the left. The suits are off to the right. Obviously, you can wear whatever you want, but take a look around and I'm sure we can get you fitted into something just dapper. Lovely. 
a lie. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm going you... with a suit. I was going to say, although you did look amazing in that dress the other night, I do think maybe a suit would be better. Reed, please don't tell me what I should wear to a high upper class ball. When out of the pair of us, I am more used to this. I'm just trying to be polite, I'm sorry. We've just got on even ground. Stop trying to dictate my life. Come on. I would like I could for a start. Make sure you get a bow tie. Or a tie bow, at least. Bow ties are cool, to be fair. Either get a bow tie that matches your suit or get a tie that at least complements the colour scheme. Otherwise you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Okay. No gentleman doesn't wear one at one of these. Okay. Noted. Hat. Uh, depends on the outfit. Cane? No. Hmm. Could you help him? He is fashionably troubled. I do need some help, Fessorai, please. Yes, I can show you whatever. Follow me. Are you wearing a suit or a dress, my sir? <laughs> a suit, please. Okay, then follow me in this direction. I lie. If I'm not back in ten minutes, come and kill him. He said quite quietly and walks after the guy. A snicker. You you tench off to the back of the shop, Reed, to show you the selection of suits. What are you up to, Eli? After this interesting confrontation with this kind of an asshole fur bulk. I'll go I'll like I'll go look at the suits anyway, but I'm kind of I'm fairly aware of what I want, so Looking at the suits, both of you, there's select all kinds of selections. It's sort of like Build-A-Bear for suits. Um, pretty expensive. Everything in here is over a thousand gold. There isn't a single item in here that isn't under that kind of figure. But if you want to build, <laughs> if you if you want to build how you look, just let me know, and you'll work out the total. Yeah. So I'll dig out a. A purple shirt, kind of similar to her eye colour. Black jacket at the top. Similar black, kind of cut trousers. So they're a bit more feminine in that they show that she has legs. I don't know. But very easy to move in. And kind of put the collar up slightly. So there's kind of a V line such that, you know, she's a woman, but also she'll fucking stab you. Okay. I'll find some nice shoes because none of the shoes I own are remotely suitable for this kind of event. That's a good selection. There's shoes, there's boots, there's um, heels, heel shoes. I kind of get some like ankle boots. Okay. They're like some dark brown ankle boots. In another universe, a witch looks like sad that heels weren't chosen. Another universe that witch is terrible at stealth, especially when he, they had advantage. One day, Virion will have to teach Moira the deal with stealth and heels with his nine plus eight stealth. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so proud! I can imagine them both catwalking together. <laughs> I want them to meet now. Someone make this happen. <laughs>
Right. One shot done. <laughs> and it can't be me or Cree. I mean, I can make it happen. I read it. Read read will pick out like, like a pale blue shirt. No, like the pale blue that Luke Skywalker with lightsaber was. That sort of blue, and then and it's got a white bow tie, um, and sort of like a grey charcoal, um, um, like blazer over top, and uh, matching trousers, and um. And uh, some very smart shoes. He tries on a few hats, but none of them seem to work with the outfit, so he leaves the hats. Oh, and um, there is one other thing like that uh, that we both need as well. Uh, do you sell eye masks? Eye masks. Because it's a masquerade ball, so we need to have a mask on when we go to the party. Oh yes. What kind of design are you both after? I'm thinking of something in the eagle. You're so an eagle. We can find something that would match. And what about you? Yeah. Is he pointing at me? Yeah, he, he's like eight foot tall, so he towers over all the stats. Just because I'm on like the other side of the room picking out a shirt, and he's just like, you! Yeah, he, he stands tall compared to the rest of the shop. He, he could definitely catch anyone and fill in their pockets in this shop. You got any dragons? Ah, uh, yes, we got plenty of dragons. Allow me to find something. Oh, what a fantastic color you've picked. Matching color to the suits, I'm assuming? Or are we going with, like, the shirts? Uh, we'll match it to the shirt. You to the shirt, and what about you, Halfling? Um, dragons? What, what do you mean, dragons? Well, I'm going with like a dragon themed mask. Oh, I see. I've got a I've color got... scheme match to my show. Oh, oh, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I've told you I'm going for the, for, for, for the eagle. Yes, I know, but colored to the shirt or the suit? Oh, the shirt. The shirt. Okay, so a blue. No, I take, that way, if I take the jacket off, if it works. Yes, this one's a beautiful. You know, and on discount at the moment, it's only 1200 gold. Only Jesus. Made of. And as you. He, he puts down this mask read, and, like, it covers the face with the little nose piece that sticks out, and it has small feathers coming off the sides with what looks like two little diamonds at either end of the feathers. It's a pretty fucking nice mask. Same with your one. It's it's a lot more sleeker than Reed's. Reed's is very in your face, but your mask is quite tame and sleek looking. And this one is our cheapest mask. It's the moment in stock. It's nine hundred and eighty gold. But as said, the boss is putting it all on. Oh, that's a nice suit co- combination, actually. <laughs> but that's as what said, I thought of the... when I when you were talking about it, I was like that. But as said. The governor is putting it on his account, so he could be happy to pay for it all. So, never mind money. He's trying thing. to fit this to our specific... Medments, yeah. Yes, because yep. obviously we are an odd arrangement. Mm-hmm. He grabs a... Tell me if this is too tight. He grabs, like, 
the um, siren needle that floats up into the air and with a snap of his finger threads pull from the suits and they actually adjust to your sizing I deliberately flex my muscles so there's a bit of give in case I need to use strength because you know I don't want to ruin this suit <laughs> and as a, as a go to tight it sort of readjusts itself to fit in and read uh, the same because you've got better move in it stealthily and how is that? Lovely, sir. Quite snug, actually. Can you make us up a can you make us up a spare one as well and send it and send it to the Freedom Phoenix? I'm sorry, the governor only requested the minimal amount. It's quite expensive in here, to be fair. But we only provide the best of service. You can't blame a guy for trying. I roll my eyes. He's just too... He's chew up his own ass to know that she roll in your eyes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Of course. Anytime. You're welcome to come back. Suits are non-refundable, though, of course. I'm sure you can understand. Indeed. Do you ha- happen to have any kind of... Uh suit hangers slash protectors because obviously the ball is until tomorrow and we don't want to crease these wonderful creations of course he, he snaps his finger again and out from the back room floats out to um two hangers like in um, suit bag clear, clear yeah two clear suit bags as he snaps his finger again and they drop onto the counter I kind of sort my suit into my bag and zip it up. We does likewise. Thank you. Please, after all, please enjoy. And if anyone asks about our decor tomorrow, we'll be sure to send them your way. I look forward to it. Who knows, I might even see you there. After all, I was invited. Maybe we'll share a drink. Who knows? You'll at least know who we are behind the mask, after all. <laughs> yes, very much so. Come along, Reed. Reed takes one and a slightly longer look at the uh, at the guy for a second, and then we'll follow a lie. As you leave the store and the door closes behind him, he goes, Ugh, "What such peasants?" We heard that. I open fire. No. <laughs> <laughs> If you get gunpowder on my new suit, I'll kill you. <laughs> That's what you're concerned about, not me killing the governor's personal tailor. Kill that guy. <laughs> hey, so you guys have your suits. So what do you want to do? Um, kill a man. <laughs> dead temptation. Um, are we heading back to the hotel? Are we heading back to the ship? We got to go meet the seal. She'd thing. take Lauren back to the ship when they were done, right? I believe that's right, yeah. So, so let's head. We've got to go see Lucille anyway, haven't we? So, room 16. We're seeing it? Lucille in the morning so she can sneak our weapons into the party. And that's at a hotel anyway, so it makes sense to be fair. Yeah, I'm going to go to the ship and see if Lauren's there. That's you do whatever a, the fuck you want. That's like a plan. Um, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you back at, at the hotel. I'll see you at the hotel in the morning. Don't bug me. Okay, Unless um, you have anything to do with the actual plan rather than just wanting to spend time together. Well, 
Hello, if um if Lauren is there, um say hi from me, okay? I'll leave that for you to talk about when you have that conversation with her. Well, yes, but I don't want to encroach on you should be the first person she sees. So. I know. I'm just saying that once this is all done with, you're Absolutely. having that conversation if I have to lock you two in a room. I I agreed I'll have that conversation. I am Matt is looking forward to Alex doing that conversation as well. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about our fracturing relationship. Yeah, anyway. I'm gonna go to ship. Reed will mm. do what he wants with his life. Okay. Uh, Reed will head back to the hotel and uh, put his suit in his room, and then proceed to the restaurant to uh, to have 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 dinner. Yeah, it, it, it's a fairly elegant meal, but. No one really wants to see you eat dinner, Reed, so we'll move on. To exactly. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. 20 Reed, minutes of you... deck saves to not choke. Just roll me a d4, Reed. Oh no, he chokes. Oh no. Free. Uh, tonight they're serving lobster. And it is the best damn lobster you've ever eaten. Absolutely amazing. It's probably the best damn meal Reed has ever eaten. Yeah, very nice. Soaked in butter. And just and just because it's all Torvia and they can be dicks, it's a blue lobster. So yeah, Reed goes off and eats his meal. Um, so you get back to the ship. Um, same scenario with when Random Picasso was there. There's not a lot of people on the ship. You guess in they've either got their own rooms off the ship or just doubt having a rager. I'll just kinda of do a general check in with the people who are there and like just general assessment of where the ship's at, because you know it is my job. And I've been neglecting you, it slightly. You see Percy who's um if I didn't make it clear enough, he is a half elf. He he appears to just be um, not an up, not an rope sit the side of the ship. Ah, uh, a lie. I haven't seen you in a while. Everything yeah, all right? It's been an interesting few days. <laughs> and you know what? You know what Reed and Brown and Picasso are like, so it's a little bit like herding cats. Yeah, I did see you guys in the arena. <laughs> that was quite something. Yes, that was... Not where I thought I'd spend the evening, but it worked out, at least. How's everything here? Everything's fairly quiet. Most of the crew are going out, drinking in the evenings and drinking in the day, just enjoying themselves. Fair enough. It's been a long voyage. They burnt it. No one's been arrested yet, so it's all good. Wow. No one's been arrested yet? What madness is this? So anything I can help you with, or is it just a general check-in? Just general check-in. Are you doing all right with the finances whilst Lauren's been out of action? Yeah, I'm not quite as good with the numbers, but I've been learning. We're doing all right. We could probably do with a job or two soon to try and build up the ship's funds. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to afford to pay everyone. But for now, we're not too bad. Yeah, we're doing a job for climb tomorrow night so hopefully we should get something from that but after that we don't 
don't have any particular ties here, so we should be able to take some contracts and get the ship a bit more up. That's good. Because why I do love the North, it's, it's too damn humid up here. Yeah, I'm not particularly a fan up here either. No, Lauren should be back soon as well, so she should be able to help you. All right. Look forward to our return. Uh, Purse. Doc mentioned that you managed to find someone who could help her. Yeah, that's where I was last night. And most of yesterday. I took Reed with me and managed to... It was a weird day, but seemed to have worked. And our third party that was helping us out is double-checking she's okay before bringing her back. That's good. Yeah. You're saying it's the moonlit mansions, aren't you? Yes, it's very weird. Yeah, okay. I only know that because they mentioned it with um, the price for this year. But it, anyway, if she comes back and you're not around, I'll send her up that way. They should be able. They should be able to find me fairly easily. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back, check on how preparations are going for the job but just wanted to make sure you lot were all right, because obviously the captain, the first mate, Picasso and Ran have all been kind of out of action, as it were. Yeah, it's fine. A couple of the lads are coming back to the ship, so me and the others who are here are going out drinking tonight. Fair enough, you learnt it. I just kind of clap Percy on the shoulder and then wander off. Just make me... Just make me a perception check. It... <laughs> the boat's on fire. Oh. Uh, 18. For, for a little bit of the walk. It, it's a 90 minute walk to the ship, especially at this time of the day where it's quite busy. For a couple minutes, about halfway through the walk, it feels like you're being watched, but it sort of fades and keeping an eye behind you no one's there no one seems to have any interest in you <sighs> fun 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 but you know you make it back to the hotel Reed comes walking as you walk back into the hotel Reed comes walking out with a big gut full of food oh, that was a good meal hey Eli hello Hell things. Lauren's not back yet. Went to check on the crew. We're going to need to take some non non political jobs soon because otherwise we're not going to be able to afford to pay the crew. Okay. Um. Right. You will. Uh, we'll sort that definitely. Um. Right. So, what time should we meet in the morning? Well, I mean, the party's not till the late evening, so... Yes, we've got to go see you seal in the morning as well, so... No, no, just after breakfast, I guess. Okay. Well, I will we be... We don't a- know if this person's a morning person or not, and I don't really want to wake up to a very furious Earth Ganassi. That's true. That's true. I will, uh... I'll be at breakfast, I'm gifting, and, uh... 
Actually, have you seen Madame Picasso anywhere? I assume they're off doing preparations. Yes, but the great, I, I love those two dearly, but their idea of preparation is punching a hole through a wall. Yeah, if it causes a distraction, I'll take it. Yes, but I'm thinking like maybe there'll be four we need to do it. Well, if they're going to do a preparate, if they're going to do something that involves them not having to be in the party, then they're going to have to do some setup. <sighs> it's not like us who have the way to walk in and then can improvise. That's quite true, I suppose. Well, should you see them, then, uh, you know, I'll see you at breakfast, okay? Have some faith in them, Reed. They know what they're doing. I, I have perfect faith in them. I'm just... I don't like working for the governor. Yes, well, you're kind of preaching to the choir here, but we don't have much of a choice. I know, I know. I didn't particularly like working for you in the first place, but hey. Ali, you... You're a very good first mate, okay? I could not have a better one than you, okay? Yep, sure. I'll see you later. Good morning. Read your head up to his room. One, once the standard disarming goes past, Reed, you go into your room, do your thing. Reed will put, like. put, Reed will put a note underneath uh, Ben and Picasso's door saying, I'll see you at breakfast, guys. Signed, Reed. Signed, Reed. <laughs> I really hope it, you've written signed read no just okay so a lie bit of a surprise because it wasn't there when you left this morning but walking into your room sat on the lounger with the evening sun shining in on him is a pseudo dragon maybe about a foot long it's a baby this it's and as you walk in this like deep purple this little, like, little deep purple dragon sits up and just looks at you and cocks his head to the side slightly hi buddy kind of approach him to see if he snaps at me or not his tail with a little stinger does come up at first but then it like backs down slightly as he like examines you you just hear in your head, well, you're fascinating, aren't you? Oh, there's a person in my head. Can I help you, little one? With pseudo-dragons, they have telepathy, but it is limited. To, so they they speak more like emotions in hunger, in ideas. So you just hear in your head, I'm here to serve. All right. The master sent me. Ah, uh, big boss man. Aye, interesting. Praxidike's the name. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'll help how I can. Well, I'm going to a ball tomorrow, so... Well, if you need me, I am here. If not, just say so, and I can disappear. Yeah. we can... Ball's not till tomorrow. We can get to know each other. I think the kitchen has some decent... Do you have any food preferences? Ice for living things. I do like mice. 
I'll see if I can, they can round up some mice for you. This is a very fancy place. I'm sure they can somehow. Perfect. And he just like leans on his leans on his back and lets the um, sun warm his belly. I'll kind of. I don't know, what's the equivalent of room service in this place? Well, the phones don't exist yet, so I'm afraid it's a count go down to the counter job. I'll kind of wander down to the counter and be like, weird question, but you do room service, don't you? Uh, yes, we do room service in the evening hours. Between 9 till 11. Can I make a request for that time period? Or do I need to make that request yeah, in that time period? No, we can take a request now, if you would like. Uh, I would just like some coffee, and this will sound strange, but if you have any mice... Yeah, as he writes down coffee, he's about to write down mice and pauses. Um, equivalent small rodent. I can take a look, but I can't promise anything. It's alright. Maybe you rabbit? I'm a sure rabbit leg? I'm swing that with my compatriot. They're an odd one. They have odd preferences. I can tell. As he writes down rabbit leg on the um, piece of paper. Yes. What time would you like that for? Uh, about half nine, if possible. Half nine. Okay. I've got that noted down and we'll deliver that stuff then. Thank you, sir. Just kind of wander back upstairs and be like... They, they may not have mice, but you're definitely getting rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping his eyes closed as he sunbathes in the sun, being telepathic, he says, I think that'll do. <laughs> that'll do, donkey. That'll do. I guess now proceeds a montage of Ali sharpening weapons and, you know, reading and things, whilst apparently I have a pseudo-dragon now that's sunbathing. Oh, <laughs> uh, Picasso. Rado Picasso, what are you two up to? It's, it's about eight, nine o'clock at this point. Uh, well, first of all, also after having burgers, uh, I want to say we stopped back at the ship and we filled all of the empty liquor bottles uh, half full with some of the liquor and then used the sheet that we stole and ripped it up and stuffed them into the top of the bottles. Okay. I like where that's going. That'll be fun. Uh, but on that, if it is now dark out, uh, I would like to say that we are waiting outside the wall at this moment. Yeah, it's it's fairly quiet at this point of the night, and it is the it's starting to rain at this point. Ran, you can sense thunder is coming. Alright, furry bro, like, like, so the dude, like, isn't back yet, and, like, they're just building this place, so it stands to reason there shouldn't be, like, too many people, like, on the other side of this shrub, but, like, we gotta get in there and, like, find something that we can, like, uh, rig to blow up. In places like this, there's always having useless stuff to blow up. Right for me, bro? That's like what I'm saying. Oh, I do have like the creative gunpowder with us as well. Okay. Oh, uh, so you're going back to the hole in the wall then? Yeah. 
Okay, just make me stealth checks. I have roll perception for the two guards outside. That's not great to start. That's uh, only an eight. It's an 11 plus 5, 16. <laughs> well, one guard rolled a one, and one guard rolled a five plus two. So you're clear. They're humans at this point, so they don't have dark vision. <laughs> so you manage to get past them with no issue. They're mostly trying to cover themselves up as the rain is starting to come down. So oh, you Like, we just gotta be real careful. Uh, like, we gotta check this place out. If we have to, like, we could stay here overnight. Like, get it done after the rainstorms if we find a place that we can camp out for the night. I'd like to put my head through the hole in the wall and look around. It's the same issue with Picasso, given the thickness of the hedge, you would have to climb through to the other side to get a poke out. Because if you look mm. through with just your head, it's just hedge. Then I'll do that. It, it, it's a... This area, maybe just because of the weather, maybe because the king isn't actually here yet, it's... um. It's fairly empty. You've got the grassy banks across the side and in the middle in this probably about 100 by 100 foot plot is um, a big um, cobblestone walkway with a massive fountain set about 10 foot tall right in the middle. Hmm. But as for guards, there's none outside at the moment. Picasso on the other side of the hedge. Like, furry bro. Like, can I come through? Yes, it's just bring Picasso here. And uh, I'll push through the hedge with my the creative gunpowder under my other arm. You do manage to pop through. And as you get it, as you can see, the hedges provide excellent cover. And as for the middle of the garden, there's nothing here. Not at the moment. Uh, can uh, I look around to see if I can see any like guards or like any light or anything like that anywhere around? Uh, you can see light from the property. Uh, you don't see any guards by the front door, though. The only place you've far? seen guards so far is by the gate. Yeah, and how far to the front door is it? You're about halfway down the wall, so about 50 foot to the front door. Um, Alright, and this is uh, uh, another. How big is said place in front of us? Oh, Christ. It's huge. Um, the Moonlit Mansions is basically like a mega mansion. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. This house matches that sort of landscape in size. You, it's probably like a 20, 30 room property. That spans over three floors. It's massive. And final question. Does it look like it's finished? Is, is like the construction completely yeah, done it, on it? It's looking spotless here. 
it doesn't look like the cobblestone's even been walked on yet. Alright, like, um, sorry bro, so, like, do we want to see if there's something around here that we can, like, rig up, or do we want to go inside the mansion and see if there's, like, a part of the place we just want to, like, demolish? Looking around the garden, is, is there anything else, or...? Uh, no, it's basically just the walls, the thick hedging around the grassy patch leading up to the cobblestone circle with the fountain in the middle. It's a, it's a fairly empty and exposed garden. I'm starting to make my way up towards the house then. Okay, that is fair. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you start making your way up to the house, are you following Picasso or are you Staying put for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna stay put just for a minute to like watch to see if anything like pops out, just to give enough room between Furry Bro and I that if either one of us got caught, the other one could get away. Right. With your excellent hearing, as you sneak up to the front door, you don't hear anyone inside. Don't hear anything behind the door. Just the ring. Are there any windows at this level? Yes, there is plenty of windows that go along this area. They will peek in the window. Uh, you go on to the left or the right? Uh, right. Uh, peeking through the right, you do see a beautiful kitchen. That's probably bigger than the deck of the ship. It's a big-ass kitchen. With all like freshly made food on the counters, preparing but, for what you're guessing is obviously happening tomorrow. Ryan is disappointed then because these all look like tiny bites. There's is there some pretty big. The... Sorry, actually. Yeah, there's some pretty big items listed, like cakes and sandwiches, but um, the most of it is small items, like bite-sized bits. Is there anyone in there at all? Not that you can see. They're looking through the windows. You don't see anyone. What about the other window? Uh, if, if you make your way over to the left, um, you see a... what looks like a um, library. As you look through, you once again, you don't see anyone in there. I'm gonna head down to back towards Picasso. Okay, so that window points at the kitchen. It's big kitchen, and other window is having many books. So yeah, I think this might be a crime, but books is burning easily, and they is destroyed easily. And some people are saying books is having many values. So maybe if we make books go boom, because in poverty no one is reading books. Unless you're like me or something and have them social life. Furbra, I like how you are thinking right now. And I would like to head up to where the library windows are that Furrybra talked about. Yeah, looking through, you can you can see through. It's quite it's quite a nice library that goes on that has a 
books in a um, open lounge at the bottom in a spiral staircase that goes at the edges of the lounge up onto a second floor that is hidden, obviously, by the fact it's a second floor. Uh, I'm going to turn back around. Uh, a furry brow. Um, did you lock? Did you see anybody or hear anybody inside? Unmoves her satellite dish. It was locked again. Uh, no, you don't. All you really hear is the rain as it starts to pick up. And nope, just rumbly sky noise. All right. And Picasso is going to walk back from the library windows towards the front door. Can I check to see if the front doors are locked? As you put your hand to it, the front door is locked. What about if his big house is going to have servants, and servants is having their own entrance, which isn't always locked? Oh, for a breath. So, like, we gotta look for, like, a different entrance. I like where your head's at for a breath. Hmm. You wanna go the same way, or should we go opposite ways? If we go opposite way, it's save time. Alright, furry bro. I'll go right if you want to go left then, furry bro. And we'll go to the left. Go to the right. Looking for the southern uh, steps. Picasso, as you head to your side, uh, I'm afraid the wall touches, the, the wall of the house touches the wall and that goes around the property, so your way gets cut off. Um, unfortunately, it's the same your side, Ran. What kind of bullshit Normally, when, this? You, when you go to these sorts of properties, there usually is a small cut through that leads to a servant house, but here it seems the house goes long ways and connects straight to the walls. So there doesn't appear to be an entrance for servants. Not that you could see, anyway. I'm fresh out of ideas. <laughs> well, for a bro, the other answer is that we could just do it our way and just go in and see what happens. Here's an idea. I like where this is going. That was time, but it's not doing too terrible for time. Uh, can we go back to the front door? Yeah, that's fine. You can go back to the front door. Uh, how many locks does it look like it has? It's a just the one, but it is a pretty gargantuan lock. So it's a tough door. But how tough it is? There's only really technically one, two ways to test it. Lock picks or brute force. Or if you uh, have a key. Uh, I don't have a key, but I have claws. Can I try and pick the lock first with, with my claw? As you go to put your finger claw through the keyhole, can you just make me a dexterity save? Uh, that is a 17. How much? 17. Uh, one damage, then. Uh, Picasso, as you put your claw in, the the edge of the lockpick, the edge of the um, keyhole starts to glow red, and you feel your claw and finger start to burn, and you quickly retract it. 
trying to cool it down. It's you do take one point of fire damage. Well, furry bruh. So like, don't put your finger in there, bruh. It's not good. I'm just gonna roll perception for the guards at the front gate because you have been here a while. Okay. What are you guys up to? At this point, can we go check uh, the windows to see if any of the windows might be... Like, how jimmyable are these windows? Uh, these, these windows are fairly large. They... Very large. You can like hold out your arms, and they re and they just touch either end of the either end of the sides, and then from where they are at the top, they sound about ten foot tall. They look like the ground floor ones don't look like they open. The top, the middle floor though, above you, looks like it does. And how high are the middle floor windows? As you go up, they're about 15 foot up. And uh, how tall is uh, Ran? 7 foot. So if Ran was standing on Picasso's shoulders and gave a little jump, that would only need to jump up about another 2 feet to get to said windows. You need 13 and a half foot, so then arms go up. That is possible. Try it, I guess. Alright, for a bro. So, like, we need to get to those windows, so I'll, like, give you a boost, and then, like, you get in, and then, like, you gotta come let me in, for a bro. Peace. I'd like to boost for a bro up my shoulders. Yeah, that's fine. Ran, I'm going to say for the benefit, because stretching, you can definitely reach the window. So just make me a strength check. I stopped running crits when you make me feel bad. If it's a check, yeah? Uh, yeah, just standard strength check. Uh, crit 20 plus 6. Okay. The, there is a nasty snapping noise on the hinge, but the window does open. Yeah. I pull myself in. Yeah, just enough for you to squeeze through. And as you step through and squeeze in, you find yourself on the first floor of this beautiful library. Hmm. With books on shelves that stand at least like 20 foot tall and there's like ladders that slide across to reach some of the books. Right. Right. Slides across in a sliding ladder. A lot of money gone into this place. And then Ran jumps on the ladder and slides for a second. Ran says, Wee! And then I'll go down to let the castle in. I just made me a stealth check. Uh, 11. 11. Okay, okay. Um. So, going off of sound and smell and everything, you make your way down and walk out from the library into what looks like guests, the guest suite for guests staying the night, before finding a corridor that turns off to the right. And as you walk into there, you find yourself in 
this massive ballroom. Which you'll get some walk walk right. Yes, it's polished a fuck. And in the middle of this ballroom is a sundial. And as you look up from the sundial, there is a um, domed glass roof above it. <laughs> it's beautiful in here. As you remember, Rourke saying earlier, the um, south and the south entrance of this um, ballroom does take you to the front door. Carry on my way to that professor. As you do that, you eventually make to the front door and you find the big ass lock. So you just give it a click and the door opens. Yeah. Uh, Picasso, you're pretty soaked at this point as the ring is picked up quite heavily. But the door does open and rise on the other side. And so does this enter into the ballroom right away? Uh, no, this enters into an entryway that veers off to the left and veers off to the right, but about. 40 foot down, you see a big entryway with no doors or anything, but you see this big entryway to this grand ballroom. Can the sundial be seen from here? Just about. You can just about, because it's it's like a flat sundial. Like, it's all imagery rather than um, a physical sundial with the big shapes coming out, so it's more like a flat image of it on the ground but you can see where it rises ever so slightly. It's like curvature. You can see the edge of that. But it's huge, right? Yeah, it's at least, it's like 30 foot by 30 foot. It's as long as points. Uh, as Picasso then comes in and sees this, I'm gonna look at Furry Bro and go, Furry Bro, I just had a really good idea. And then I'm gonna hold up the bottle or the crate of gunpowder. Let's say holding the gunpowder. Look, if we like rig all this gunpowder to that massive like sundial, then like Angry Bro or Bastard Bro could like set it off like whenever they were like ready to enact their part of the plan. And then like we could be on the outside, like providing distractions with like all the bottles we made. He's a good plan. Brian will go along with this plan. Okay. As you make your way into there, um, you can see a little like seam from where the sundial sits into the ground. So it would take some serious strength, but you reckon if you can get your claws in, you could lift it or your, or your paws, your claws or your paws. With enough effort, you could just about lift this off the ground. Not the whole thing, obviously, but like in the corner. Uh, I will definitely look at the beefier ran and go, all right, furry brow. Well, if you lift it for a minute, I'll get like a whole bunch of the gunpowder under there, like this spot. And then like, we'll fill in the rest of the gunpowder, like all around in this, like, like dipped in area and then we'll like put more on the top and like then they can just light it whenever they want okay um well do i, I do i need to roll anything then or make me a strength athletics check you want to get a high roll 
That's a disappointment because that's a 15. You, you've managed to get your claws in, but this, as you start to strain, the sundial only lifts like a fingernail length off the ground. It's ridiculously heavy. But after a second, you've got to put it back down. Oh, for a bro, you got this. Like, just like one more try. And like, can I make a look around to make sure like no one's coming yet? From what you can see, no one is visibly watching. Doing it again, or? Yeah, the the DC has increased, but cool. You can give it another go. Well, that's not going to hit it either because that's only a seven plus eleven. Yeah, you you feel it starts to go, but you feel something pop in the bottom of your back. Oh, Ron now needs a wheelchair. <laughs> not quite that dramatic, but. You just get a sharp pain and go up the bottom right side of your back. Ah, uh, Ren is weak. Oh, furry bro, you're like totally not weak, bro. Don't don't like worry about it, furry bro. Like, why don't you let like all right? You can like pour the gunpowder and like why don't you like let me take a shot at it, all right, furry bro? I'll switch positions with furry bro, handing them the uh, keg of or the bear or the box of gunpowder. You can make me a strength check. Let's see what happens. It's strength check or strength athletics? Uh, they rolled strength athletics, so I'll do the same. Uh, well, that's only a 2 plus 13, so I don't think a 15 is going to hit it. No, you, <laughs> you, as you pick it, as you start to pick it up, you realize why Ram was struggling so much, and you get it maybe an inch off the ground is your muscles really start shaking you have no choice but to let it go as it hits down on the ground and makes a loud like banging noise all right well this really needs to fucking happen so uh i'm gonna go into a rage <laughs> and so i get an advantage on this roll yeah as has happened because you've worn yourself down the DC has increased, but as you like, you start to get angry with it, your muscles bulge in, your veins start showing as you grab it again and just bring it to your finish. Try to lift it. Uh, well, that'll do. That's uh, a 19 plus 13, so that's a 32. The DC was 25, so it starts to lift off the ground. You've got it about a foot, but your arms are shaking like mad. Your entire body is shaking is just about holding this up. Alright, furry bro, like, pour the gunpowder real quick! Alright, furry bro! I pulled the gunpowder in. Yep, I'm not even going to make a roll for that. So you, you pour, you start pouring in the powder, and after about 20 odd seconds, you're done, and at this point, because of your arms are on fire, your entire body's on fire, as you're trying to keep this up. I'm going to gently and use the last bit of my strength to lower this down. I'm not going to drop it. All right, just make me just make me a straight strength check. See how gently you can put it down. Is your your body's at its limit? Uh, that is an eighteen. Yeah, you just about put it down. You you pinch your fingers and your claws as you get it to sit back in its seal which is quite a lot with the weight, but you just 
let out a big breath is your body starts to just ease again. Alright. Oh, Alright, furry bro, I understand. You definitely aren't weak. That took everything I have. So, like, we should spread the rest of the gunpowder in this seal and get the hell out of here. I do what I can with the gunpowder, then. Good point. Uh, just make me dexterity checks. As you have oh, quite, quite a bit of movement here. Yeah, just standard dexterity. 10. Uh, 18. 10 and 18, so 28 total. Yeah, with combined efficiency, you manage to set up the gunpowder in the locations you're after. All right. Now we gotta make sure we close the door behind us. All right, for it, bro. We gotta make sure we didn't, we don't leave any evidence of us being here. So, like, we should go make sure we relock that door. And then, like, we gotta go back out that window you came through. All right, furry bro. Ryan probably has to drag her back like that night. Okay, yeah. As you get that door locked in, um, rush back to, um, rush back to the left-hand side. Gently shut the door behind you. Just moments later, a um, from the right-hand side. The door opens and out walks a um, blue dragonborn on a crop on a with his cane. Just walks in and looks around. Just gives the air a sniff before turning back around and walking into the alley passageway he just came from. But you successfully managed to sneak back up to the second first floor story and look down through the window. As you are up in this end, you can see that the window does open a little bit wider. Just enough for you to get out, Picasso. Uh, I'll use a key point to do step of the wind. So that after we both jump out of the window, I can just jump straight back up and like close the window. I'm not even going to make your roll first. You like, uh, ran as you like hop down, Picasso, you hop down in kick your leg off the side of the wall and manage to just shut the window as you drop down onto the ground. This off. And it, with perfect stealth, just as you hit the ground, you hear a massive crack as a bolt shoots down pretty close to the house. A conveniently covering the noise you made from your landing. Alright, Ferubra, like, let's get the hell out of here. Like, we can tell Angry Bro and uh, Bastard Bro about the uh, sundial, and then, like, we can uh, get all of our uh, bottles and prepare for tomorrow night. I'm gonna start heading back to the hole in the wall, or the hedge before it. Castle will follow. Sneakily. With how dark it is and how bad the weather has become in this last half hour, I won't make you roll for it. The guards have basically found shelter at this point. After about half an hour of trudging through the rain, you eventually make it back to the hotel you're staying at. Uh, at this point, it's already night, so I, I think Picasso would probably just head back to the room. Yeah, at this point, you would have missed dinner. But... Oh, 
Picasso knows. Picasso knows. As you head back and go through the door, you do find... You do open it just to see a letter sat on the floor. Oh, what the hell? Why are we getting more mail? Furry bra, did Gauss bring you more mail, bra? No. Oh, I'll pick the letter up. Yeah, you see it's signed from Reed, and I have no idea what it says because Matt didn't tell me, so Reed, what does the letter say? The letter says, said, like, uh, see you guys at breakfast. Oh, alright, apparently Bastard Bro wants to have breakfast with us, so... Oh, I suppose we shouldn't stay up all night drinking tonight, then, if we actually have to make breakfast in the morning. Hmm. Although... It has been a really long day. And we don't get to go to that party tomorrow night. So, like, shouldn't we get to, like, party tonight? Hmm, this is a good idea. Cass has already made his way towards the uh, minibar. Party lighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to end an evening. Um, so, as the evening goes by, the sun comes up the next morning, immediately covered by the stormy weather as the storm seems to continue throughout to the next day. Uh, does Ran and Picasso get up from their night of drinking or are they out of it for the morning? Yeah, Ran can get breakfast. Yeah, if Ran goes, then obviously they would wake up Picasso, so Picasso would go to breakfast. Reed, you're up. As you said, you wait like half an hour outside. What's Eli up to this morning? Uh, I'll probably go to breakfast just to see if Praxidike likes sausages. <laughs> yeah, as if, as if by plot convenience, you all end up walking out your doors at the exact same time. Eli with a um, odd-looking uh, pseudo dragon, just pseudo. like a scarf. Yeah, pseudo dragon like a scarf. Reed coming out the door, Rand and Picasso trudging out the door, looking hammered again. Sorry for party rocking. You guys okay? Well, uh, I tell you, bruh. Oh, it's just real bright out here, bruh. I can smell the booze. At least you had a good night. What? Like, kind of no. sniffs the air and then is like, ugh. Like, we totally, like, went to bed, like, early. We got, like, a big day today, bros. True. Can we dress the dragon in the room? Pseudo-dragon, thank you. Indeed. How? Patron gift. Fair. Has... Do we have a name? I can practice like, like, do you want to project telepathy at them, or shall I tell them? If it's in your, like, you can tell them. Praxidike. Praxidike. He likes mice and rabbit. Well, that's good, because we always need to keep them damn scuttly things off the ship, so that's good. He's not a ship's cat. No, no, but I'm just saying that if there are any, then he can hack. You just see the stinger rays. <laughs> to say he's welcome to have them, he hasn't got to ask, is what I'm saying. Because lambits are a real problem on the ship.
Little bastards get everywhere when you're out at sea. Hey, it just takes two of them and then they're breeding everywhere. It takes two and the next morning you've got 47. Feeling slightly triggered. Let's move on. (laughs) Picasso, Ran, this is Raxadike. You're not hungover and hallucinating. Yeah. Tight, bruh. Tight. Transferring trust in eggs this morning. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go for some breakfast, shall we? Um, and then, if, and then we've got to go see a woman about some weapons. Oh, like we're gonna like get some breakfast, and then like I'm gonna go like back to bed for like at least a while because like we don't have to go see anyone about any weapons. And I hold my fist up to furry bro. Fist bump or something. You're gonna have to explain what the fuck's with like your part of this is gonna be because it's not like we can exchange a signal when you're not in the room. Oh, don't worry, Angry Brow. I got an idea for it, Angry Brow. Okay, so clue us in. <laughs> I'm walking towards breakfast because I'm like. It readers too. Walk and talk, Picasso. Walk and talk. Pseudo Dragon might stab me if I don't give him sausages. So, like, all you guys gotta do is me and uh, Furry Bro booby trapped the uh, giant like sundial. That's gonna be in the ballroom you guys are gonna be in. And like, we like rigged it to like blow up. So, all you gotta do is if you just drop like a little bit of fire uh, around the seam, that'll light a fuse. And then once that blows up, me and uh, Furry Bro will be outside and we'll be able to cause a distraction like from out there to say that the mansion's under attack. And then you guys will have like free course to do whatever you want. I mean, Furry Bro can get on out of that as we already made an escape plan. So like, we're already like aces guys. So like, let's just get some breakfast, bros. Okay, sorry. How are we going to drop fire in the middle of a ballroom where they have magic dampers? Oh, like all you need is like a match or anything. Like, and that sundial's pretty rough stone. They don't let you carry these at these parties. Well, like, if we're gonna, like, get, you guys are, like, take, gonna get weapons in there, I figured you could, like, smuggle in a match, Angry Brow. Probably could, but a bit more noticeable. We don't know at what point we'll get the weapons. Mm. I'll figure it out, I guess. I mean, like, I've literally seen, like, people put, like, a match, like, in their, like, coat pocket or, like, anything like that. Like, a match is pretty small and easy to hide, bros. And, like, the sundial's made of, like, rough stone. So, like, literally, all you'd have to do is, like, hold it out, walk by, and, like, drop it and, like, totally work out, bros. So I'm now shoveling eggs into my face. How long is the fuse? Fuse. <laughs> oh, it goes all the way around the seam. What uh, side of the sundial did we lift up? Oh, uh, the south side. Like, if you guys start from 
Like, the big pile of gunpowder is all off the south side of the sundial. Did you put it along all of the seam, or did you leave a gap? Oh, there's a gap up at the top. Okay, good. Just because otherwise it would just blow up immediately. <laughs> oh, no, there's a gap, bruh. This is the trick Donnie taught me way back when. We got in a lot of trouble on UNORC for this, but, like, it was a great firework show. I'm gonna hate seeing the bill for this, aren't I? I don't know, it was us. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Potentially. Depending on how strong the magic in, in there is. I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. Wait. Do you like this sausage? <laughs> uh, for, for the expediency of time, we'll... The breakfast was fantastic. Just your standard full English with everything from grilled onions and, and grilled tomatoes and mushrooms and whatever you want. The plate is full of food. And if you wanted the healthier options, there's plenty of healthier options. They might be celebrating for the return of the king. I lie just there with a the grapefruit. Close to does enjoy his sausage very much. Eli being hardcore, eating only the peel. <laughs> Eli doesn't need to eat, so this is just kind of... <laughs> she likes the juice. Yeah. Oh, an hour passes, and breakfast was pretty enjoyable. Alright, like, you bros, like, you guys go do whatever you gotta do. Like, I gotta go, like, lie down for a little while longer. Because, like, I know that Furry Bro and I definitely went, like, right to bed last night, but also, like, I for some reason don't feel like I got enough rest. Wink, Furry Bro. So, like, I, I want to, like, go lay down for, like, another minute. Picasso, I really don't care what you do at night, but please don't bullshit me when it comes to whether you're in a fit state or not. If you get drunk, right, you I get drunk. At least just tell me. Alright, Angry Bro, that is something I will take under consideration. And I wink again at Furry Bro. But now I am to napping. Why won those villages you dead again? This is gonna go so bad. And <laughs> wanders off. See you later. See you later, Ram. See you later, Picasso. Okay. Right, and so room 16 then. I lie. Prax, I'll see you later. Yeah, with that, he just pops and disappears in a little smoke cloud. That's well, really cool. He doesn't need to do that, he just feels like being a show-off. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's just still, still cool, though. Okay. okay, so... All of our weapons are behind the counter. How do we get them from there to room 16 in the first place? This is the question. See, I mean, I could steal the bag of holding, but that would be risky. If, as you debate on this, you just... The um, guy behind the counter looks at you, just sits two bags on the um, counter, and walks off into the back room. Obviously, you can tell that you can tell immediately that that's been planned. But 
while it's quiet, you just sees you. He just sits two bags of holding onto the counter and walks off. Convenient. Very. I will have them both. Read out a glaive to your inventory, so manacles and holy water. <laughs> I obviously had one for a lot. A lot back to the. No, you probably got a glaive in your bag anyway. I have not. No, uh, right. So yeah, you you can grab them. Yeah. Well, I lowers the machete she was pulling out. <laughs> Daring to touch my fucking stuff. Just trying to be gentleman. Right, okay, so Room sixteen. Okay. Yep. Go to room sixteen and knock, because you know, it's polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah, as you do that after about thirty seconds or so. A um Earth Genasi opens the door. And you realize it's um Lucille from the arena who was with Tinker and Taris at the time. She's like a um earthy green Genasi with like faint golden veins showing and her her hair is like a buzz cut where she just keeps it slightly longer at the end, switched to one side, and you, you can just see little, like, gems growing out the top. Like, that seems to be replacing the hair. But she 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 just, like, leans out and looks out of her corridor. Come in. I will enter. She, she's short. She's only about five, six. But being a nerf genasi, she's pretty buff. She shuts the door behind you. Very nice. The governor informed me of his plan and informed me that, well, I mean, there's only two of you in here, but there was four of you looking for some information. And he's asked me to sneak in whatever you can. The other two have alternate plans for tonight. Fair enough. Is it just these two bags of holding, is it? Um... Where will we get the back? Where will we get them on the other side, as it were? To make things simpler, we will be going in the same car. So we'll go in the same car as we're going as a group. And I've got plans. I've tipped off one of the people there, and he's being replaced. So I'll hand them the bags, and he'll take them in. And as you head into the ballroom, you need to go through the right-hand door. As you go through the right-hand door, the first painting on your left-hand side in the corridor, slide it to the side, and there will be sat in a cubby hole behind them. So we can take all your gear in there. Perfect. And to make things easier, I've also got these. You can borrow them for the evening. And she will hand and you hold up two um, stones ascending. You can take one, and if you're splitting up, give one to your other companions, and you should be able to communicate. When you're directly in the ballroom, it won't work, as I've been informed there's an anti-magic field in there, but outside of the ballroom and the rest of the house, good as gold. Right. Good to know. Thank you. I'll pocket them both. It's just like, it's... It's just a small polished stone, maybe the size of your finch. Your finch? 
your fist if it's clenched. Oh, I'll give it to Ran later. I assume they're both asleep currently. You know, don't want to wake them up. So if you meet me here at eight o'clock, we'll get ready to leave. Meet you at eight. Thank you. Oh, um, a lie. Brawl sends his regards. I just got a letter from him yesterday. Yeah, it's time the arena went, because um, he chose to work instead. Normally we go every year, but he chose to work. Yes, Tinker mentioned. His loss. Good year. Yeah, when he find when he gets my letter about what we got to fight, he's gonna be pretty jealous. Hey ho, he loves his work, I guess. Yeah. Don't get it, but he enjoys it. So can change that. I'll see you later. Yeah. What are you what are your um what are your identities for that night? Are you going under I'm assuming you're going under different names? Oh, 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 Eli, please let me pick a name for you. No. Oh. I don't trust you with naming things. I was gonna... I was gonna call you Tintrix after my auntie. No, that's weird. Don't name your friend's secret identity after your dead aunt. I died the same day as her, Reed. You can be Tendrix. I'm in a suit, not a dress. I'm in a suit. <laughs> Let's not get you bogged down. You insensitive prick. Let's not get bogged down with who decided to wear what. Fair enough. You can pick the names. He, he can pick his own name. I'll be Helena Lorenzo. And no, we're not related, Reed, for tonight. I... No. You can call me Trip. Their name? Fun? Their name? Their name? Um... To fan. <laughs> don't know... I don't know what surname to give him. Come on, darling, it's not that hard. It's a name. Just pick it. Okay, fine. Well, hours later. I wasn't expecting to, to rename myself, I'm sorry. Morales. How the fuck do you spell that? It's M-O-R-A-L-E-S. Alright, Spider-Man. Oh, Morales, right. That's her it's because my parents are called Pedro, and Pedro Morales is a famous wrestler. Right. I guess I will see you two this evening, then. Hopefully the ring calms down a bit. As she says that, there's just a massively loud bang of lightning. I think the rain says otherwise. <laughs> so, as you leave her door, the camera pans out into the ridiculously stormy weather of Noverin. And that's where we'll end it. Thank you to everybody for listening to this episode of uh, of Dungeons and Junkies. Um, we're on the table now, and um, just 
give our socials information, and we'll start with Chad. Hello, I'm Chad, and today I played insert name here and i had a very wonderful time doing it i hope you enjoyed me playing insert name here if you would like to hear me on any other podcast check me out on visionaries global media and of course you want to follow me on twitter you can do so at chad's underscore mind or at vftr 2p0 always a good time caitlin what up mortals I'm Caitlin. Uh, I've I've been here. <laughs> That's my. I run a separate TTRPG podcast featuring all of these wonderful lot called Dice and Suffering. It's where my D and D campaign is. It's also where we play Blades in the Dark, featuring clowns and hookers and lasagna. And no, none of that makes sense. It barely makes sense to me, and I, I listen to it. I also write articles about games and mental health on themindgame.org. Woo. End transmission. Kerry. Hello, I'm Kerry. Like everyone else here, I don't really have any big projects going on. I'm just the one they kind of can't get rid of. Anyway, I'm Shira Beans on Twitter, where I lurk a lot and post very little. But I also get to supervise the Dungeons and Junkies art Instagram, which is just Dungeon Junkies on Instagram. Goodbye. See you later. Alex. Yes, I am Alex, and I play insert name here as to copy Chaz's trend because that was a pretty cool trend. Uh, you can find me at Spiderbread UK on Twitter. You can find our main show at Game Junkies Pod, and you can find this ever-growing collection of Dungeons and Dragons content on Dungeons and Junkies. Indeed, you can find me at Matt at UK. Thank you again to everybody for listening. Thank you to everybody who's playing. And uh, we're out of here. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and Mass Attack Productions. 